Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. We've been doing a lot of sweet recipes lately, and I kind of want to apologize for that. But on the other hand, I keep finding these remarkable recipes. And when that happens, I really just want to share them. So I won't apologize. Instead, I'll say, you're welcome. Today's recipe is one that I came across and was attracted to, as I often am, by the name that included some of the ingredients. It struck me as unusual, and I just thought I had to try it. And once I had these cookies, I have to tell you, they're so different from anything I've ever had. These are called Italian almond ricotta cookies. I was attracted to the words Italian cookies because, as I may have mentioned before, I am married to an Italian, and we had an Italian cookie cake at our wedding, which sounds like a much cooler thing than it actually is. It's just a sort of pyramid-shaped thing of various kinds of mostly boring Italian cookies. Apologies to those who love those things. Almond is a flavor I like, but I think what really caught me, well, it's the combo of words, but the word ricotta, I thought, okay... How is the ricotta going to be incorporated into this recipe? I'm intrigued. And when I read the recipe and realized that it's actually part of the dough, I also realized that it was going to be probably contributing a lot of moisture and maybe an interesting texture, which is exactly what happens. These cookies have a texture I've never tasted before. It's sort of chewy. It's sort of cakey. It's sort of dense. It's sort of not dense. It's very hard for me to describe. And I don't know of a way for you to experience it short of baking these up with me. So I hope you will indulge yourself and give these a shot. The only trouble really is that they do require two kind of unusual ingredients that you're going to have to go to the store for. And 
frankly, there may be places where you can't get this at all except online. So here are the ingredients. Half cup of butter, half cup of packed brown sugar, two thirds of a cup of white sugar, one egg, half teaspoon of vanilla extract, half teaspoon of almond extract. You need a cup of the ricotta, which is just about half of one of the 15 ounce containers. And I used a whole milk ricotta, but I think you could also get away with a low fat or skim milk ricotta. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't tried it that way. The whole milk ricotta was really good. You need two cups of all-purpose flour, a teaspoon of baking powder, and you need a cup, maybe a little extra, of almond flour. Almond flour is the ingredient that might be hard to find. I have some from Bob's Red Mill, which happens to be a local company where I am in Oregon. It's really just blanched almonds that have been ground into dust. So you might be able to make your own, but it's going to be a lot easier if you can find some. It's not cheap, but it is gluten-free, and there are other things you can use it for. Because it is really just ground-up almonds, it's an essential ingredient to these cookies. It's also a lot moister than regular flour. As you can probably imagine, because of the oils and the moisture in the nuts, it's just a whole different texture than all-purpose flour. It's more like... Let me see here if I can describe it. Hmm... No, not really. <laughs> Sorry. It's not as dry. You can feel the oil in it when you rub your fingers together after you've had your fingers in it. I have a little residue of crumbs and oil on there. So it's just a different critter and it's really essential to making these cookies. I apologize for that. I try not to do recipes that require special ingredients, but these are so extraordinary. I couldn't not do it. The equipment that you're going to need are a baking sheet fairly large one and you're going to need some parchment paper or a silicone mat to put inside of your baking sheet you're going to need a large mixing bowl that goes to an electric mixer whether that's a hand mixer or a stand mixer doesn't matter you could do this by hand but it's a lot faster easier and more effective if you have an electric machine to do it for you the do-aheads are your half cup of butter has to be at room temperature I have been walking around the house preparing to make this with my butter in my front pants pocket so that I could go ahead and share this with you today. When something says room temperature for butter, it means that you should be able to push your finger down in it and it would give a little. It shouldn't give a lot. That's what they would call softened butter, but it should give a little bit. You want to preheat your oven to 350 degrees and your last do ahead is to line that baking sheet with the parchment paper or the silicone mat. Once you have the right ingredients, these are very easy to make. So that at least does fit my preferred profile for a cook along podcast. In the large bowl that goes with your stand mixer or your hand mixer, whatever, you put that softened butter Half a cup is one stick, by the way, so it's easy to put in a pocket if you need to warm it up. Just don't put it in a back pocket and sit on it. I don't want to hear about it if you do that. Or maybe I do. (laughs) Maybe I do. Uh, Okay, in with the butter goes the white sugar and the brown sugar. 
and then we're gonna beat that until it is light and creamy. It doesn't say fluffy, it just says creamy. So you wanna get it all kind of mixed so that it's not just dry sugar anymore and the butter has been spread around and mixed in. I found when doing this before that creamy wasn't easy to achieve. It kind of is lumpy. Creamy I think of as something that spreads and this I don't think really ever gets to a point that it looks like it's gonna spread. So just until it's all mixed up together is what we're going to do. And then a little bit longer to see if we can get it to creamy up a little bit. I'm touching it with my finger. To, yeah, it's still a little dry some parts. Okay, so I'm going to go a little further. Touching it with your finger will tell you a lot more than your eyes will tell you about anything you're doing in your mixer. I'm going to call that good enough. All right, now your egg goes in, and I recommend cracking it into a bowl so you don't have to fish any shell out of the bowl here. And also now goes in the vanilla extract, your half teaspoon, and the almond extract. And then we mix it up again. Takes a minute to get that egg to incorporate. So Give it a turn until you can't see the slime. Sorry, but the word slimy came to mind and I'm not gonna go backward on it. When you can't see any slimy part anymore, then it's good. Once all that's mixed up, that's when you're gonna put in your ricotta. And you can just scoop that in there. And then just, wait, I wanna make sure I get all of it here. Don't wanna waste any. This is what makes these cookies, I'm sure, so unique and so interesting. We're just gonna kind of fold it in and then I'm gonna mix it by hand and I will continue to mix in the dry ingredients that way as well. So now I'm using a silicone spatula. I'm folding that ricotta in, which means you scoop around the sides down to the bottom and then bring the bottom stuff up and fold it over the top. And you do that over and over until you can tell it's all mixed up. All the same color. It doesn't look pretty, it doesn't look appetizing. I'm just gonna warn you about that ahead of time. It is not something that looks good to eat. But now, we add the dry ingredients. We're gonna put in the white flour. This is two cups of all-purpose flour. So as you know, first we have to aerate it by stirring the flour in the canister around, fluffing it up a little bit and then scoop it with a spoon into the measuring cup. Fill that and scrape it off with the handle of the spoon and put that into your mixer bowl. And then do that again. All right. And here's where the almond flour goes in. This scoops more like brown sugar than it does like flour because it's so dense. And mine actually is probably a little denser than some because when I'm not making these cookies, I'm keeping it in my freezer because oils in nuts will go rancid over time. And I don't want to spend this much for a special flour and have it go rancid on me. So I keep it in the freezer. And then the baking powder goes in. A teaspoon of that. With all the dry ingredients now in the bowl, 
I'm going to continue to stir it by hand just until it's combined. So I don't want to overmix it or that flour could get tough. And these are not tough. Gosh, I wish I could think of a way of describing these to you. I just feel compelled to help you understand how unusual and kind of addictive these are. The texture is so unique. You kind of want to go get another one. And at least for me, my mouth's trying to analyze that texture. It's like, wow, what is that? I've never, have I ever had that texture before? These cookies are only lightly sweet. So it's easy to eat several of them without being overwhelmed by sugar. If you don't like almonds, these won't be for you because they're very almondy. If you have a thing about weird textures, you won't like these cookies. For everybody else, you have to try these cookies. Please try these cookies. The recipe comes from 12 tomatoes, by the way. It's taken a lot longer to stir these dry ingredients in than I thought it would because some of it is down at the bottom and doesn't really want to incorporate into the dough. I think I'm close. Yeah, I think it came together as I was telling you that. Now, what we need is approximately a tablespoon. So, if you have a tablespoon and you want to do that, that's fine. If you want to just guess at how much a tablespoon is, that is also fine. These are small cookies. They don't make big cookies. They're just little rounds. So, take about a tablespoon scoop and then put it in your hand and roll it. And you're going to roll it into a ball and then set it on your baking sheet. And you can be pretty loose about the size. It's not that big of a deal. It is helpful if they're all about the same size as each other. That way they'll cook evenly. So at this point, I'm going to suggest you go away and do this on your own. Because it doesn't require any backup from me to make little rounds of dough and put them on your cookie sheet. When the dough is all out on your baking sheet, come on back to me and I will give you the last few steps. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, if you are waiting to make these until you have the almond flour, I can give you the official word about the count on these. They're going to be between 26 to 28, depending on how large your tablespoon is, because <laughs> you'll find as you're rolling it around in your hands that you don't want to measure it. It'll be somewhere in that vicinity. So it might take you two cookie sheets, a large one and a small one. Now what we have are these balls, and we want to flatten them out just a little bit. You could use a fork, you know, to make those nice little lines in it, but then I think the expectation in your mouth is going to be peanut butter cookies. So I just use the palm of my hand and push down on them just a tiny bit, so they're just a little bit flattened on the top. They're still pretty puffy and round. But I worry that with them completely round, they won't cook in the middle all the way. So I'm just flattening them a little bit. And once you've done that, 
I'm almost done here. It just takes a minute. Then they go in the oven. And this part I find a little tricky. They're going in for 11 to 13 minutes on the center rack of your oven. And the reason I find it tricky is because you want to take them out when the edges just start to turn golden. My experience with these cookies has been that it takes a little longer than I think it's going to. If I take them out too soon, the bottoms won't be browned, which is not the end of the world, truly. It's not that big of a deal, but I liked better the ones that actually browned the way they were supposed to. So just check on it at about 11 minutes and then keep checking on it about once a minute. See if you can tell whether it's doing anything. And at your best guess, when you think it might be starting to turn brown a little bit on the bottom, that's when you want to get them out of there. Don't eat them right away. They are going to be very hot. The ricotta in there is like liquid fire when it comes out of the oven, so be cautious. You can eat them while they're still warm. I don't actually recommend that. The texture that I have been trying to find a way to describe to you isn't really right until they have cooled to room temperature. So set them out, wait for them to cool, and then when you bite into one, you're going to see what I mean. And you, I believe, will also be talking about these amazing cookies and trying to tell your friends, at which point you'll probably have to make another batch for them to experience it because you will have eaten all of your own. I know 28 cookies seems like a lot, it isn't as many as you think once you start eating these. <laughs> They're like chips. You know how they've scientifically created certain chips, maybe all chips, so that the crunch makes you want to do it again. So you go get another chip and another chip. These are like that, only it's not about crunch. It's about something that's kind of indefinable. When you share this recipe, either in recipe form or in baked form with your friends and family, Tell them that you heard about it on the Cook Along podcast, and please suggest that they come and listen to this same podcast. There are, of course, many, many, many cookie recipes that you can find on the cookalongpodcast.com. Because cookies are a thing I just love, and they're my favorite things to bake. No, that's not true. They're my favorite things to eat, and that's why I love to bake them. I wish you lots and lots of joy in eating and sharing these cookies. And until next time, happy cooking! If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.